Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me for a new episode of The Daily Optimist. It is Wednesday of the week. It is hump day for many getting through their work week. I know many are not working right now. I certainly hope that uh, if you are not working, you are finding ways to uh, both occupy yourself, um, your family, and I hope you are finding ways to um, have some money to make sure that you're getting through your uh, bills and things. I am not ignorant to the stresses that the pandemic is putting on people. I, uh, I certainly will encourage people to try to uh, find positive things about what is happening in the world right now every day. I will encourage you if you are um, having a hard time to uh, reach out and talk to somebody if you if you need it. Um, I will certainly be here to to talk some positive things and gives you give you steps of the day to hopefully help you. Um, but I am not ignorant to the fact that some people need more help and more guidance. And I certainly hope that uh, if you are one of those people, you are receiving that help and guidance or uh, starting to ask for it. And I hope that if you are in a position to help, uh, that you do so for people. There's a lot going on all the time and we all need a helping hand. All right. So help each other out wherever you can. And I saw something the other day that I'm going to be talking about for a self-help step. Uh, probably not today, but it has to do with Christmas coming up and presents for people. But I'll be talking that uh, in a little bit as we get a little bit closer towards Christmas. But that's a, just a tease, if you will. All right. Thank you for joining me. We're going to get into it. My name, of course, is Elijah Manning, and you are listening to The Daily Optimist. My first news story today comes from uh, the UK. They are not the only ones doing this, but they have just... uh, made this official they're going to have a human challenge program that is going to be conducted by the imperial college london so what does that mean they are going to be um basically using human uh trials for covid19 to help in developing a uh, vaccine quick more quickly than uh, what is happening currently. So they're asking people, healthy people between 18 to 30 with no prior history of COVID-19 and no known risk factors for the disease to uh, give them the virus in different uh, degrees to find out what small amounts can give it to you, um, you know, what what larger amounts. They're going to study these. Um candidates so this is volunteering um so it is very controversial uh they are not the only place to do this um 
they are just the most recent. There's a, a thing in Belgium which is looking to conduct similar trials. Um, there is a a nonprofit group called One Day Sooner that has um, attracted more than 38,500 volunteers in more than 165 countries to take part in such studies. And I've even talked about their One Day Sooner uh, way back several months ago, if you didn't hear that. Um, but uh, the, the idea is to infect people that are healthy normally with COVID-19 and then to have um, studies being conducted on a daily basis. Uh, so it's going to last basically a year. They're going to start it up officially in January and have it run until next year or at least until the end of the year, um, to study the human trial, to see how to, to make the, um, <clears throat> the vaccine quicker, um, and save lives. So obviously it is, um, challenging because, you know, you can't guarantee everyone's safety. So, um, they're going to be, Carefully selecting uh, the the patients, I guess as carefully as possible, um, and they know that there are going to be risks, but they're going to try to make them as low as they can because they're going to be contained. The people are going to be in quarantine, basically in a hospital, and studied day and night to see what's happening to make sure that if somebody gets too sick, they can you know help them out. It is going to be an interesting trial. Um, I don't know how to sign up for it. I don't know if you're interested in signing up for it. But, you know, one of the people who signed up for it, he's basically just said, like, um, I, I'm i doing this because, um, you know, he feels the need to participate in, in it. Um, he basically, he knows what he's getting into to possibly help other people. Um, it hasn't been passed here in the U.S., so I don't see that happening quite yet. Uh, at least I haven't heard that it's passed in the U.S. Um, but I don't know. You know, I'm not saying that this is a good idea or a bad idea. I'm just simply saying that this is what's happening right now as the world is dealing with this pandemic. Um, how do we how do we fast track a vaccine? Should we fast track a vaccine? Is this human testing? All right. If, as long as it's volunteers, are we, you know, are, are proper, um, situations in place so that these people will be, uh, taken care of. So the U S is, um, actually looking to do this at a lab in Colorado state university. Um, something similar, I don't know if it's going to be the exact same, but some kind of similar trial is happening. Uh, so, interesting news uh, that's happening worldwide as we all still deal with the pandemic and the consequences from it. This next news story comes directly from the USA, but this has quite the global reach. The opioid pandemic that has been running through this world because of the Purdue Pharma and the Sacklers. They kind of reached a global settlement right now. 
where Purdue Pharma was going to have to pay basically $8.3 billion. Um, but, okay, sorry about the pause. The reason is because the deal goes like this. There will be three felony guilty pleas, but it won't result in company officials or members of the Sackler family who own Purdue Pharma serving any prison time. Um, they say that part of this is because there are individuals who are involved in their own criminal prosecutions, separate investigations that are ongoing. Um, so that's why they're not doing that. Maybe I don't, the ongoing investigation is deterring them from doing that because maybe they will be going to jail for different purposes. I don't know exactly. Um, so 25 state attorneys general have urged the Justice Department to avoid having special ties to an opioid company that caused a national crisis. Why am I saying that quote? Because the Justice Department has now basically um, taken over the operating control of the opioid medications. So they're going to be under a public trust, under government control, continuing to manufacture opioid medications. Yeah. So they're still going to be doing it, um, which could mean that now under government control, is that going to make it better? Is that going to make it worse? Who is the oversight that is going to be looking into this exactly? Uh, there have been nearly three dozen Democratic members of Congress that have also sent a letter to Barr insisting any resolution of Purdue's pharma role in the opioid crisis result in prison time for the owners and the execs. But again, that hasn't happened. In, in New York, the Attorney General, Letitia James, has sued the Sacklers. Last year, she put out a lawsuit, and it claims that family members pocketed billions of dollars in profits over the last two decades as they hid money in offshore accounts before they filed for Chapter 11 in 2019. And um, this is quite a, quite a um, predicament here, if you will. Because what has happened with the opioid crisis, it has killed more than 232,000 Americans, according to the CDC. And, you know, that number could be higher or lower based off of information but that is what it is currently and they have to pay 8.3 billion but nobody goes to jail the Sackler family still gets to keep money that they've had hidden which is billions of dollars um so I don't know if you're familiar with the story of the Sacklers but if you listen to a podcast called Behind the Bastards it is um you can find an older episode where they really break down the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma. Um, and it gets into detail about how uh, terrible they are um, in pushing opioids in on doctors and things. And basically saying that, oh no, they weren't addictive. Knowing full well that they were. Oh man. So... I don't know, at least they have to pay money and they can't operate the business, but the business is still going to operate just under government control, and I don't know if that's a great idea either. Well, we shall see how this plays out. I don't I don't know, but 
just be aware that uh, it's not over yet. All right, enough of that news. I'm going to come back and we'll get positive in just a moment. It is time to switch to some positive news. So, some positive news. All right, so in New York, there was a car accident. And um, two elderly people inside the car that ended up um, going off of a um, road and into the water below and, you know, started sinking. Good Samaritans came and rescued there were uh like seven people who did a, a police officer an off-duty officer and five others um a mechanic saw it and he says his name is mustafa Towson. he says i saw the car slowly or going still slowly slowly going down into the water so he thought to himself my god these guys are going to die i have to do something then I jumped into the water, he said. He said, I don't care. I have to jump in the water. I don't care. I have to save this life. I don't care about my life right now. So, they, uh, the folks, you know, careened their elderly couple. They got into a car accident, ended up in the water, and being rescued by a bunch of people. The When they got to the um, the passenger, the lady, she was passed out unconscious they were able to revive her. Um, an off-duty officer was uh, on the scene as well. He started performing CPR, and he was able to revive her. Uh, they got them out of the cars, thankfully. They got everybody to the hospital, and um, everybody is recovering, and um, it seems that everybody's going to survive. So to that group of people who rescued them, Thank you for being there. Thank you for um, not, you know, wasting time or not thinking about it, just reacting and being like, we have to help save some lives. So thank you to those people who were able to save the lives of these uh, this elderly couple. Um, and I can only imagine that's a pretty scary story, you know, to see people trapped in a car, slowly sinking, and uh, then to be rescued by these strangers. So... Thank you to all these strangers. My second story comes from a five-year-old girl with uh, cancer. So she's had a very aggressive form of kidney cancer, and it's kind of spread to other spots, and she's had surgery and, you know, um, survived that, and thankfully, but the cancer was spreading, and now she's in, um, you know, chemotherapy, and of course chemotherapy makes you lose your hair well her family bonded together um her dad and her dad's girlfriend and they shaved their heads um in support of her but the story of this young lady this five-year-old little girl i should say um reached a photographer who has been donating her um themed photos of magical photos oftentimes disney princesses and things uh for children with cancer since 2018 because um a friend of her sons had passed away from disease in 2017 2018 she made the change to doing this she also herself has had a battle with um her own life 
and you know realizes she says um you know this is her way of giving back um her name is uh, ashley richer and she says it wasn't until i started doing these sessions that realized this was exactly what i was meant to do just make other people's lives better by something so simple as taking a photo and then just being creative with it. So, this young lady, this little girl, she got to pose as some of her favorite princesses. Um, as Snow White, as Merida from Brave, as uh, Elsa from Frozen, um, Belle from Beauty and the Beast, and, you know her father's she says you know uh she just looks like elsa when she gets her magic powers and she's just conjuring up a storm that is everything that ariana's embodied since that movie came out and they are so thankful and he said his you know his his daughter was just smiling nonstop, so he's been smiling nonstop, and it's just so beautiful to see and thank you to ashley for donating this experience um you can watch a, a video on the story itself and how important it is to the family and to the photographer as well and just how much it means to the, all of them so thank you to the photographer um, best wishes to the family I hope that things um, continue to get better for them and for this little girl alright I'll be back with your positive step for the day So, for your step of the day today, it's going to be really take some time and think about your values, your um, morals. Just get back in touch with those kinds of things that are important to you. As the world around us right now is a constant battle of um, misinformation and, you know, politics and too many things coming at us sometimes we lose our humanity and morality and get swept up into a phenomenal tidal wave of things and um, it takes us away from who we are and what we really want so now is the time for you to stop slow down get back into thinking about yourself your humanity, your morality, what is important to you in this life, what is important to you to be a member of community, what is important to you to be a, a member of a positive um, community work-wise, community, um, you know, professionally, personally, f uh, family, what does all it mean to be positive and to um, stick with the important values that you have learned in your life and that you try to live by sometimes they slip away from us because we are overwhelmed but uh get in touch with those again okay you'll find them you'll think about them let them reinvest in your life okay you got it i'll be back in just a moment and i will give you your positive quote for the day
positive quote time. So for your positive quote of the day, it comes from Andre Gid. I could be mispronouncing his last name. Andre Gid, G-I-D-E. He was a French author and the winner of the Nobel Prize in Literature. All right. And his quote goes like this. Be faithful to that which exists within yourself. One more time. Be faithful to that which exists within yourself. So right along with the self-care positive step of the day, you have to find out what it is that exists within yourself. What positive things exist within you? um, What humanity, morality, what values do you have? Be faithful to those. As we, like I stated, sometimes as the world moves, we can lose that. But find it again today. Hold on to it and uh, let that help to re-embody you and allow you to move forward and grow and help others grow and help others in general. All right. And be a positive influence in this world. So as he says, be faithful to that which exists within yourself. Thank you very much, everybody, for making it through another episode of The Daily Optimist. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you ever want to reach out to me, you can find me on Facebook. I am at The Daily Optimist Podcast on Facebook, at The Daily Optimist Podcast on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at The Daily Optpod, at The Daily O-P-T-P-O-D. You can email me. I am the Daily Optimist at yahoo.com. The Daily Optimist at yahoo.com. If you don't want to tell me where I'm right, tell me where I'm wrong. Give me your stories, your favorite quotes, a positive step that you like for the day. I'd be happy to share if you want to talk to me about it, okay? I also ask that you please rate, subscribe, and share. Rate so that other people can find it. Subscribe so you never miss it. And share with somebody who needs a little positivity and optimism in their day. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Until next time, please be well.